Thank you for listening to the Melovision podcast, the podcast with me, Joachim, where I get to talk about Eurovision Song Contest and Melody Festivalen with all of my friends from around the world. If you like the show, please share it with your friends and don't forget to follow us on our social media. Just search for Melovision Podcast. Now, let's get on with the show. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Melovision podcast, the podcast where we talk about everything Eurovision, but especially around this time of year, Melodifestivalen. With me, Joachim and Calling Malmö, Philip. Hi, how are you? I am good, how are you? Good, good. Great. Ready for Semi 2? Oh yes, me too. And to celebrate Semi 2, we brought in from England, via Wales, back to Stockholm, in just a couple of blocks away from me, but we're keeping it social distance style. Chris, welcome back. Hello. How... Thank you very much. I'm always happy to celebrate a Semi. Oh, yeah. mm. <laughs> you know. Who knows? Maybe by the end of it, it's a full one. Uh, how are you doing? Very good, thank you. Yeah, um, I'm delighted that we're in back in mellow season, so we have something to brighten up our winter. Oh yes, we need it, especially after the shitty year we have. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And what a semi to go into. I mean, not to spoil anything, but I'm super excited. Uh, <laughs> but first. Let's do the news. Not much really to report on in Eurovision land uh, from last week. We only got one country uh, deciding who they are going to send to Rotterdam or just from a studio in Vilnius. It's Lithuania who went with, again, same as last year. We pr- sort of predicted it last week. The Roop and Disco Tech. Uh, thoughts, Chris? Uh, I think it's pretty good. I mean, it's no surprise they chose them. Um, I think that it's maybe not quite as strong as their entry last year. Mm. Uh, and the dance is, you know, last year it was all about the dance. This year they've gone for another wacky dance, but it's just not quite as charming. Um, I like it. I think probably they made the right ch- decision. Absolutely. But I- I'm not in love with it at this stage. Mm. What do you think, Philip? Uh, I agree with Chris. It's a good song. Uh, I understand why it's up there in the betting charts. Uh, I like the performance last year better than mm. this year. I don't like the staging, and maybe they can fix that for Rotterdam. Yeah, I just watched it uh, before we started recording, and I hadn't really paid attention to the lyrics uh, when I listened to it previously. Uh, and it's really, it's really about what we went through last year with you know sitting at home, dancing to our <laughs> in front of the mirror, basically. Uh, <laughs> so I guess it's very on point. It's ve- very the moment right now. Mm-hmm. And that's good. That will connect with an audience. Yeah. But I do agree with, I probably liked last year's song better. I think but... you're right. I guess I guess the thing is, is the vast majority of Eurovision watchers will never have seen last year's song. So for them, this no. will still be new and fresh and exciting. It's just we're us old timers. Mm, yeah. Have something to compare it to. Are we the maybe too devoted fans of this 
lovely yeah, show. Yeah. Uh, but you mentioned the betting, Philip. And I mean, as last year, uh, last week, um, the same top three in the betting charts. Uh, it's Lithuania at first, Iceland second, and Bulgaria still in mm-hmm. third. And nothing much else has really changed uh, since, obviously, no other countries have decided on their acts yeah. or songs. So, um, but one country where the bus is buzzing, it's basically bus fix. It's uh, the UK. Chris, what have you heard from your native land? Well, trying to get information out of uh, the official, the BBC itself is like getting that out of a stone. But um, Mm. there are rumours. Frock destroyers have been rumoured many, many times. Mostly, I think, started by themselves, if I'm honest. (laughs) Um, But there's them. People are saying that maybe... Uh, last year's guy James mm. he might be back how do you feel about uh, that or both of those choices well, James, <laughs> I mean it was never my thing but if he came back with a better song I don't know I, I find it really hard to be enthusiastic about it but let's mm. save judgment until I hear it I guess the folk destroyers I think I mean it's fun but it wouldn't be very good probably would it Really, I mean, they're not really singers, are they? Uh, maybe no. Davina De Campo. I mean, I yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's what Britain should be doing right now is sending a joke entry. I'm not that they would necessarily be a joke entry, but you know, mm. yeah. I mean, sending drag queens usually is perceived as as a joke. You know, yeah. um, it's not really. Oh, you're taking this serious? It's a bit. It's one step up on the ladder when you like compare it with like scooch you know uh, yeah it's not and obviously you know conchita vest she was a drag queen who was amazing but i yes. just don't think these have the singing level or the they're, they're just not at her level are they they're, yeah. they're a different kind no. of drag queen yeah i mean look at denmark was it 2000 and Seven drama How queen. Dare you. I love that <laughs> drama. <laughs> I mean, it's a good song, but mm, did, she didn't yeah. qualify, did she? No, no, exactly. No, but it's always I always find the UK selections, or maybe uh, it's not really a selection, is it? It's just a pick. Um, but um, I've always find it quite interesting because it feels like they're going towards, at least in the last couple of years, more serious acts. I mean, the last mm-hmm. basically joke act we had was basically Electro Velvet. I guess. Yeah, I mean, um, and that was yeah, a while ago. That was that was 2015, was it? I mean, we had Lucy Jones a couple of years ago, which I actually quite liked. I stand by that. Yeah. Mm. Most of the rest, I feel, though, suffer from that. Like they're serious, like serious face, serious. You know, but boring. Like they don't inspire anyone. They don't excite anyone. They're just ticking mm. the boxes, turning up, and coming twentieth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's been the case, hasn't it? Mm, sadly. <laughs> But often with quite good fun, songs. Sorry. Often with some good songs, though. I mean, the, not maybe spectacular songs, but decent songs. Yeah, some of them have been okay. Mm. Sorry, <laughs> I, I find it very hard to get excited about UK entries anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. But I, I actually saw a tweet today, or just tonight, uh, from the BBC, I guess the Eurovision account, saying news will come in... Not it didn't sound like it was because a lot of the rumors have been also that something would be revealed in tonight's episode uh, of UK Drag Race. Yeah, but yeah. I don't. It from that tweet, it didn't sound like we sh- 
would be hearing anything tonight. It was more like in a couple of weeks. So I guess maybe that puts the Frog Destroyers mm, not very likely, maybe? I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Uh, there was a there was a different rumor account on Twitter this week suggesting that it is a trio who've been seen on the BBC, but I'm not going to put too much stock into a random uh, Twitter account that mm. came from nowhere and just said that. So The original Sugar Babes. <laughs> well, I would die. <laughs> <laughs> they need a boost. They're not yeah. called the Sugar Babes, that would are be they? Fun. No, they are again now. There's oh. long legal battles, but they're back. They're Sugar Babes oh. and they're back. No. Good for them. Good for them. Mm. Uh, but yeah, we definitely will need to circle back to this in the coming weeks, in the coming episodes. And it's very exciting. Still plenty of countries who hasn't decided yet and sweden is one of them but we got one step closer last week so let's flash back to last week's show shall we uh so last week first of all uh not record numbers when it comes to viewing but up 300 more than 300,000 viewers from last year uh hitting 3,230-something thousand view viewers. That's... That's good. That's really good. I'm excited yeah. about that. But I'm also a bit afraid that it will go, you know, it can only go down from here, uh, sort of. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. But what do you think, you guys, about the show? Not the songs or the results, just the hosts. What did you feel? I thought Lena was amazing. Yeah, she was good. She was good. Yeah. She was funny. Mm. Yeah. Did you? We laughed quite a few times. Did you miss the audience? I guess for me, um, of course. Like the audience gives a buzz that you can't replace. But I think by now we—I mean, I was just so happy that it's happening and that it exists and that Eurovision is happening this year. That I'll take whatever I can get. And so the lack of audience, whatever, I can deal with it. It's not a problem for me. Hmm. Philip, I know you've watched a lot of uh, Norway's Melody Grand Prix. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like it's... What do you prefer when it comes to show-wise? Do you feel like that... Because I've heard some people saying that Norway has done it better when it comes to like making it feel like a live event, sort of. Yeah, they are a little bit more... Maybe the hosts are a little bit more funnier, but my Norwegian is not the best. So, (laughs) And then I think maybe the staging... uh, it's a quite long stage in Sweden. In in Norway, it's yeah. more like rectangle, like more square. So, yeah, I don't know. There's something I'm missing from this, the stage is bothering me in Sweden. So, mm. it can get quite dark, or maybe it was just the acts from last week. But yeah, I don't know it's something. Yeah, especially dark. <laughs> yeah, I mean, d- d- especially Cadiato. Uh, uh, I felt she disappeared. Uh, on that stage. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it was the purple and the black and I don't know. It felt very, very dark. It could, it could also have just been the shame at the quality of her live vocals. <laughs> exactly. Could have been. I mean, <laughs> let's face it, we all turned the volume down because that was not, that was <laughs> not. Which is such a shame because that song is a banger. Oh, yeah, yes. It's so good. It's so good. So good. But I guess it's more suitable for Spotify than the Mellow Final, mm-hmm. apparently. Yeah. Good for us. Oh yeah, we get to listen to it straight away. Uh, 
And talking about Cadiato, she left the competition together with um, Natalie Brydolf and Jessica Andersson. Um, all the girls are out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I wasn't surprised. I'm not surprised. No. Were you, Chris? I did better. Not hugely surprised. I, I, I would have quite liked to see Natalie make it to Andrew Hansen because I actually thought her song was really beautiful and really well performed. Mm. Um, but. No, uh, Jessica was disappointing. I thought Cadiotu sung badly, so it wasn't a huge surprise. Mm. And I mean, we mentioned in last week, Lila Sister was, you never know. I mean, with a rock song, it could go seventh place or even straight through the final. And Lila Sister did in the middle to yeah. Ander Hansen, uh, together with Paul Ray, again, second year in a row, Ander Hansen yeah. for him. The song I cannot, for the love of God, sing to. I don't know how it go- how it goes. I don't remember. It's forgettable. Very. Yeah. Very forgettable. Uh, yeah. When I listened to it on Spotify, when it comes up, I was like, okay, what is this song? Oh, it's him. It's like. Yeah. I do, though, still catch myself singing along to Danny's song. I don't know. Is it just me? I can't remember how it goes now, but I actually loved it. I thought it was really Yeah, great. it was good. Yeah, and Philip, you didn't really? like it. Yeah. No, I didn't like it at all, like the first 60 seconds. But, but with the performance and with his energy, it was good. It was like a, the whole package. I, I but... was the same as you, Philip. I wasn't keen from the sample. But mm-hmm. yeah, I was sold. Mm. Yeah. So I ha- understand why he went to the final. Oh yeah, I mean that big of a name. I mean, no, he was a given, and was he called? Yeah, he was called out first. Yeah, uh, so not yeah. a surprise. Uh, how do we think that they will do in the final, Arvingana and Dani Salcedo? Do have we seen our winner of Melody Festival in twenty twenty one? No, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Hopefully not. I'd say. Um, <laughs> I mean, Arving, and I know, Chris, you love them, right? I do. They, they just make me smile. I smiled for three whole minutes. Mm. What is it's it fun. with... It's oh, warm. Basically, all my British friends, they fucking love Arving, Anna. <laughs> but it's... they like daddies. Oh, well. <laughs> we, like, we, we like basic pop tunes in Britain. What can I say? We're... Mm, mm. Yeah. I mean, I still claim that it's not as catchy as uh, I do. It's not. It's no. not, but I still love it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a fun song and good for them to go in directly to the final and not have to go through under consent. I think it was a, a good decision, though, still by the Swedish public to vote them through. I think so. Mm. Yeah. Two uh, Swedish songs to the final. Yeah, That's good. that was a long time ago, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That yeah. happened. That's good. But it wasn't, yeah, it was... The only two Swedish songs from that semi-final yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wonder if the same will happen in semi-final too. Uh, doubt it. But let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about semi-final two. So we are still in Annexet in Stockholm. Nothing has changed. Christy Björkman is still guiding us through. Uh, what did you think about his performance last week, by the way? Yeah, it was okay. You know, he did the, he did what he was there to do. Mm. 
yeah. He Mediocre. Was, yeah, he wasn't the the. But why is he there? Can, uh, <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm not gonna say anything. But yeah. don't don't you feel like though, if it would have only been Liana last week, wouldn't mm-hmm. that been a bit? I don't know. Want to say too much, or would she no. have been able to cope with that sort of responsibility? But she have done that like six shows. She has hosted Melo herself before yeah but okay i I know we're supposed to talk about semi-final two now but (laughs) one thing that bothered me and i was screaming and shouting uh last saturday was the fact that she ran through the ones who've gone through to the second round of voting so fast it was zero suspension it was just like song number five bam song number six bam and i was like Girl, you gotta slow it down. <laughs> they were running out of time, as far as I know. I mean, that really killed the tension for me. It was such a bummer. But, anyways, uh, this year, this week, we don't need to think about Liana anymore. Instead, we have Oscar Sia and Anis Don Demina. That's quite an interesting combination, isn't it? Yeah, something for the kids yeah. and something for the gays. Lovely. It could be a car crash or very good. Yeah, I mean, the both of them together, I feel like the energy will be high. I'm hopefully. excited. I, I, yeah, I'm excited for it, actually. Mm. And hopefully, Krister will be able to, like, take them down a couple of notches so they won't, like, run around, like, jacked up mm-hmm. bunnies or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's going to be fun. I think they will give it a more youthful vibe. More yeah. so than Liana did, anyways. I think it might be quite chaotic, but in a fun way. Mm, yeah. Uh, so, kicking off semi-final two is Anton Ewald with his, with his uh, third Melody Festival entry, New Religion. And I can start. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to start on the good ones. Uh, this, for me, is... Uh, this set the tone. I just felt like, okay, this is going to be a good week. I know people like to, or what I've read in newspapers and blogs this past week, is like week two is going to be shit. Nothing compares to week number one, semifinal one. It was great. Semifinal two, nobody's boring songs. And I was like, you were all wrong when I heard the first five seconds of Antonia Val's song. I was like, this is amazing. Love it. Uh, I don't know. It gives me, it gives me the weekend blinding lights sort of, Completely. but but like uh, scaled back because I listened to the songs like the um, second uh, thirty second clip and then blinding lights and I was like, okay, it's the same bass, but it's just like turned down in tempo and scaled back when it comes to like the production, and I like it. I love it. I ugh, yeah, so good. Philip. Mm, no, I, I, not that good, but it's a very good uh, opening song for Semi 2. Uh, and I see some pictures, and it's going to be a lot of dancing. He's so sexy. Mm. And I like the, I assume he's going to have lasers on stage. I like lasers. Mm. Uh, the thing, I don't, the, the chorus, maybe it's not that good, I think. It doesn't get you. I don't remember the chorus. I remember like the melody, but not to sing it. 
Mm. It's good. It's a good starter. I like it. Yeah. I, I don't really have much more to say beyond what you two have said. I think it's a great opening number. Um, I think it seems like it's going to be a fun song and it sounds like the weekend. I'm, I'm excited to see it. Mm. Although we do run the risk here to to make history repeat itself when it comes to the vocals of the first <laughs> singer last week and the first singer this week. Because if there's something we know about Anthony Avald is that his voice isn't it's not the weekend. It's um, more Anthony like Avald. Anthony Avald. Yeah, like a weekday, like a Tuesday morning. <laughs> oh yes, very that Sunday morning after a rough night out. Uh, <laughs> It's, yeah, but I f hopefully, I mean, the song doesn't sound that complicated to sing, and also he needs to dance his ass off, obviously, but we know he can make love with that camera yeah, like no other. Mm. Yeah. Um, really good start. Yeah, fun start, definitely. Mm -hmm. Moving along to... Uh, the winner of uh, P4 Nesta, the competition on a Swedish radio station where the winner gets to directly qualify to Melodifestivalen. And this year it's Julia Alfrida with the song Rich. And uh, Chris, why don't you take this one? Okay. Um, well, I mean, I instantly got kind of like vague Lord slash Billy Eilish kind of vibes from it, which I think is actually pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think it's maybe as good as either of those. Uh, and I think, you know, she's she's new. She's uh, I don't know much about Julia Alfreda, but I wonder how she'll do on like the big mellow stage. Although maybe the lack of audience might go in her favour. Um, so I I quite like the sound of the song. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I sort of like it too. Uh, it does feel like a bit a typical like number two. Like okay. The show started with Anton really strong, and then, okay, let's settle down, you know, let's calm our titties, it's, you know. Um, but yeah, it's a good song. Um, might be a bit forgetful, though, What looking at, looking at what's to come, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't see it challenging for direct to the finale. Hmm. No. Um, Philip? Uh, I agree. I like the song. Uh, if I hear it on Spotify, I will not press next. It's a very good song. Uh, nice mid-tempo song. Um, maybe like fifth, second uh, chance. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, it's a nice song. Maybe it's not a winner. How do you feel she compares to other Pia Fyranesta uh, acts? This is the best one, I agree. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I think it's the best one so far. I really liked the girl from last year with the song Late in Swedish. I thought Amanda. That, Amanda. Amanda oh, yeah, I love that song. I, I like that. I still, when it comes on on Spotify, I'm like, ooh, this one. I keep forgetting about it, but it's great. And also... She was a little bit like a rabbit lost in the headlights. When oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't look at the clip on YouTube because it's very awkward and the dancing is... It's not Rihanna, let's say. Um, yeah. But also, I do remember uh, Echo with the song Red. I loved that so much. That's probably one of my favorite P.F. Ernest acts ever. <laughs> Completely, absolutely. It's amazing. And it's, a, it's a disgrace that it didn't go through, even through Second Chance. Oh, yeah. Outrageous. Um, 
Moving on to song number three. It's a duo, the first of two this week. It's Val featuring Sami and the song Nittitalet. And Philip, this was one of your uh, acts that you were excited about when we had our yes. first episode of this season. So mm-hmm. what do you think? I'm still excited. Uh, I like it. They bring a lot of like Swedish 90s reference to the song mm. that brings nice feeling in my heart uh it's a very it's nice summer song i want to hear this in the summer going around stockholm city sitting in the park drinking wine with you guys mm. uh, yeah i hope they bring this feeling of the song to the stage mm. i just get a warm feeling i i don't know how to compare the song to any other like swedish hip-hop it's not something victor but um, no, I don't know. No, it's a good, yeah, maybe second chance. Uh, I, I like it too, actually, from the clip, which surprised me. Um, I know it's called like the 90s, but it sounds very 80s to me. Uh, and I actually, I could imagine it, you know, I, I got, do you know that song Let's Love by David Guetta and Sia? Um, mm-hmm. I kind of could hear it slightly building up to sounding a bit like that. And if it does go in that direction, then that's a great thing, I think. So, this has gone from me being like, ugh, to actually being quite excited to hearing it. Mm. Yeah, I, I just, in my notes, I just wrote down like fun. This sounded fun. Uh, mm-hmm. And I really hope that they bring high, super high energy uh, on, to the stage because otherwise I think this will fall very flat. Um, mm. But if they are super like energetic and... I mean, it's not really a song that they need to sing, so uh, I think the backing vocals will be very scaled up on this one. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited about this. It, it's fun. It's, yeah. in my opinion, it's a lot more fun than Arvingana was last week, but yeah, um, I don't know. That's just me. Mm. Uh, moving on to the fourth act. Uh it's Frida, and I don't know if you're supposed to say green or green. Philip, you're, you're her neighbor, basically. Do you know? Uh, green. It's green, okay. Uh, Frida Green with the song The Silence. Uh, and Philip, this was also one of your that you were excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm not so excited anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Uh, I read on blogs and listened to some podcasts that this song is very similar to This Is My Life uh, with Anna Bergendahl. Anna Bergendahl wrote uh, this song uh, and I hated that song. So, and this song, sorry to say Frida, but this song is not good. I don't like it. Do you think it's similar to This Is My Life though? Yeah, they compare it to that, but uh, Mm. I don't know in that type of style, but I, I don't know. I don't get her voice with the song. I don't know. No, I maybe I expected too much. I don't know. Mm. I just uh, think that it's a very typical, like um, modern mellow ballad. Um, so it's a, definitely a bit more. Um, I don't want to say upbeat compared to last <laughs> week's Natalie Brydholf, uh, but it's a bit more. It's not as cold as Natalie's mm-hmm. songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still not... Mm, I don't know. Something is missing uh, yeah. for me. Um, 
to make me like go and huddle up and cry in a corner you know it's not really giving me all the emotions um really i mean based on this minute i have to agree it's bland it sounds safe it sounds mellow by numbers like i feel like i've heard this song ten thousand times before and i have no interest in hearing the remaining two minutes (laughs) (laughs) pee break (laughs) yes Mm. oh sorry such a shame come back next year please uh moving on to something completely completely different uh it's eva rydberg and eva rose uh the second duo of the night with the song rena rama ding dong and um who who wants to go first because i do (laughs) yeah sorry go ahead um yeah i mean i think you already know that i love this song um (laughs) It gives me strong, like, Ya Ya Ding Dong vibes, obviously. Yeah. From, oh, from, that's uh, where Ruben I get it film. from. Oh. Um, and my love for this is growing wide and long. Like, I think it's just fun. And, like, we need fun. Like, I think this could be a surprise, like, success. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was thinking, where have I heard this? Or, like, what does it remind me of? And... <laughs> nail on the head i mean yeah yeah ding dong that's that's yeah. where it is yeah and i know philip you love that song yeah <laughs> do you love this song uh i like the 60 second uh, clip of the song uh very good and you know i like my golden girls uh so they might just get happy they're fun and it will be fun that two old ladies doing like a fun act yeah. Go to to the final or second chance. It's a fun song, and I know, like they will make a lot of people happy watching TV, especially the old people. <laughs> oh yeah, and kids. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Oh, my grandmother is on stage. <laughs> oh, who died of COVID? Yay! Uh, no, but um, I don't know. I just feel like this is very um, personally. I don't think this has anything to do with like the actual competition it's like a uh, interval act but i mean it's fun and but i don't think it has a shot at doing anything really when it comes to like going to underhansen or the final i bet you i will eat this up on saturday but <laughs> that's what i'm going <laughs> to say right now and i'm sticking yeah. to it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh moving along to i mean we have sort of like a Rainbow Week with Julia and Frida. I hope I'm not outing anyone, but she's a lesbian. And yes. here comes the gay man. It's Patrick Sean with the song Tears Run Dry. Uh, Chris? Uh, I'm, yeah, I was kind of vaguely intrigued by this song, but it just sounds like, I don't know, a Spotify algorithm playlist filler like and that's just based on a minute it might go in amazing directions and in the rest of it but i was so disappointed i have no interest in in this song really Mm. i uh really really like this uh i thought what does this sound like i need to find the song that it sounds like and i got it it's a song with i don't know really how you pronounce his name it's Love, maybe? Love featuring Troy Sivan. I'm oh. so tired. Oh, I like that song, though. 
It's, I mean, the the chorus, it's it's spot on. It's basically, it's basically a copy, copy paste. Um, oh, interesting. Uh, so listen to that song, especially the chorus, and then listen to the one minute clip. And yeah, it's 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 spooky how identical at least the chorus is. Um, but yeah, I like it. Uh, I've, the pictures that have been released from the rehearsals, it's very uh, gay friendly with men in skirts and uh, corsets and everything. So uh, I'm here for it. I love it. Philip? You piqued my interest. <laughs> uh, I liked the first 30 seconds of the song, and then it lost me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not my... Now, I don't know. He has a great voice, so he can sing. But I agree with Chris. The song needs to go somewhere. If it's just like this for... Three minutes? No, thank you. Mm. Yeah, it might get a bit dull after a while. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah, I'm not sure if he... No, this song is not up there for me. Well, let's see if the last song is up there for you guys. It's Dotter, the last year's runner-up, with the song Little Toot. And I'm going to go first. (laughs) I've been waiting for this. Uh... No, but okay, let's face it. I fucking love this song. I've only heard one minute and I already smell Rotterdam. I smell the fish. I smell the harbor. I feel that we're going there with this one. Finally, for me personally, Melody Festivalen starts the second she steps on the stage because this is something that we could actually send to Eurovision. And I think the song is... A super clever like follow-up to Bulletproof. It's more up-tempo, maybe not as catchy. It maybe might not have all the gimmicks that uh, Bulletproof have with like the um, very quirky like oh oh and the flipping of the hair and stuff, you know. But even though I find this to be something more that you can listen to and party to. Uh, and I just, I think she will nail this. And if she doesn't, I will eat my fucking shoes. Thank you. <laughs> I just wrote down, love, 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 love. This is my winner so far. Uh, it's, as you said, it's a great follow-up to Bulletproof. I like that it's more upbeat. Uh, I just want to go to Euroclub and dance to this song. Yeah. I'm mm. very excited. Let's see what the international juries have to say. Chris? <laughs> <laughs> I agree with both of you. Um, I think it sounds great. <laughs> I'm and so relieved. I'm, and I am really expecting some amazing staging. Like, this is Song 7. This is going to look amazing as well. Mm, yeah. I mean, all of her performances previously in Melody Festival, and even though some, of, some fans maybe not be that into the performance of Cry, but I still think yeah. that had... Um, it had something to say in a sense, you know. It, it had was, a very strong aesthetic. Yeah, mm-hmm. and definitely Bulletproof did as well. That was yeah. already ready for Eurovision, and I hope this is as well. Um, it's, yeah. It does remind me of something that I can't really put my finger on. It's something with the beat in just the beginning of the chorus that just like, oh my god, I've heard this somewhere. But I mean... Which, That's mellow. Every song reminds you yeah, of something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I know. So I can't be hung up on that. But uh, 
Yeah. Do we think, though, that this, if it goes through, is this like... Because we know, like, Christa Bjorkman and the new producer or the current producer of uh, Melo has said, like, we have three songs that could win Eurovision. Is this one of the three? Yes. I suspect it is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, probably. And this is only 60 seconds of the song. Yes. I just hope that... My biggest fear is that maybe I'm just... After just watching or listening to 60 seconds of this... May, am I hyping this up? Will this like be no. during three minutes? We'll be like, okay, girl, we've heard it, we've heard it. Thank you. Like you know, am I the only I one not. watching this? Like, I sort of felt like that last year. That was sort of what happened, especially during the final. Like, can't you see how good this is? Why aren't you sending this through? You know. But also, yeah, I mean, obviously, this song is more direct than bulletproof. It's more. Mm has more warmth i think this song sounds like it potentially has slightly wider appeal i don't really know but it's and also you know we are three people in a very similar demographic here but yeah. I, I kind of what this song to me sounds like it might appeal to a few more people than bulletproof did i think mm. yeah yeah i mean especially uh, i i just maybe that's very judgmental but i just feel like as soon as the song is more upbeat and up tempo um more people enjoy it yeah Yeah. especially if you look at last year like compare move with bulletproof and the mamas they were you know a bit i guess this song isn't really that happy she's singing about like our kids shouldn't end up like us so i mean that's (laughs) nice um but yeah, the pictures from the rehearsals look look good. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks promising. It looks promising. But with all this, with all these seven acts, who are your guys top two straight to the final right now, right here? I think I'm saying Dotter and Anton. Mm-hmm. Phyllis? Same. Same? Yeah, I'm just going to say the same. Um, I mean, is there anyone? I mean, there's always, of course, room for surprises, but I don't know. It feels much more. I feel like this week feels a little easier to predict than last week. Yes, Mm. definitely. But do you think, like, I mean, there's been, obviously, a lot of people saying that, okay, SVT, they really paved the way for Dotter to go to the final by putting her in the second semi-final. Mm. And I can't say I disagree. No, but if this song had to be in, like, last week, it would have gone through the final also. Yeah. Uh, so, and if you look at the betting uh, right now, uh, there's an 82% chance that Dotter will go to the final, which is, I mean, not even Danny had those figures last week, so... Uh, it would be if she wouldn't go through I mean drama what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) what's happening Uh, and uh, also in the betting Anton is number two right now on a pretty safe number two spot so um, would be quite surprised if anything else were to happen Um, but then again I mean who the fuck knows Eva and Eva might just pull through and like yeah so who's going to the second chance then Evan, Eva, and uh, Sammy featuring Val. Mm-hmm. Eller Val featuring Sammy. What is it? Uh, Val featuring Sammy, yeah. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Patrick, I agree with you. I think those two as well. Mm-hmm. We have a complete agreement here. Uh, I would actually... Okay, I'm going to go with what I hope. And I also do think that it could. Uh, I'm going to say Patrick Sean and Valen Sami. Yeah. Evan, Evan. No, maybe fifth. <laughs> maybe fifth. I, I definitely think that Patrick stands a pretty good chance of beating those two. I'm just, I just have to have hope, you know. Mm, mm. I yeah. No, I think Patrick will. Yeah, he will. He will get that. Po- possibly fourth, fourth, and then Valen Sami third, maybe. Mm. Um. But we'll see on Saturday. Yeah. And of course, you guys who are listening, uh, by now, or yeah, by now, you can see the 30-second clips of the rehearsals, which we haven't seen. So good for you guys. Maybe we're completely wrong. I mean, last week I said Caliato was straight through the final. And then I watched a clip and I was like, oh, hell no. Maybe not. <laughs> can I? Vito? No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, so who knows the rehearsals and the and the obviously the live show on Saturday can could change everything everything yeah but that's what we think let us know what you think in the comments now move on to the next segment throwback Thursday the segment where we decide a um a favorite from last year's Eurovision, who we didn't get to see, which we uh, we really, really uh, regret didn't get a chance to show their stuff on the Eurovision stage. Uh, and uh, Philip, why don't you start with your pick this week? Yes. So I'm going this week with Israel. <laughs> With, I, sorry, the pronunciation, Effekker Libby. I don't know. Mm, is that correct? Mm, that is correct. Yeah. That is correct. I just love that song from last year. It's so good. It's much better than her song this year. Uh, yeah, it's so good. It's so different. I like the different levels of the song. I'm going to say like top 20, but it was, it was top 20. And I mean, what the, an accolade. I mean, the, yeah, but the other 20 songs are shit. So, you know, yeah. uh, did you enjoy that song, Chris? Yeah, I did. It felt, I mean, from my memory, it felt a bit like kind of three songs sort of stuck together. Uh, mm. And yeah. she had some great energy. So yeah, I really enjoyed that song too. Yeah. I do, I do agree with you with the song that she's or that Israel has gone with uh, this year. Not as strong at all. No. no. They tried to do the same thing like last year, but mm. they did not succeed with that. Oh no! Mm-mm. Hmm? Uh, my throwback Thursday is um, a sweet little boy uh, called Ben Dolich. From Germany with Violent Thing. I think that you, you know, you know what I want. You got 
loved this. It was such a banger and yeah. such a surprise for Germany to send such a song. Yeah, I, I was I, com- um, caught completely off guard. Completely, it had very, very kind of cool, young, like years and years kind of vibes. Mm. It was a, an interesting, exciting choice. I would love to see the UK do something like that. Oh yeah, they. I mean, they could. It sounds very UK. Yeah. Mm. Philip, did you like Germany? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I thought you did. <laughs> no, I. I don't remember it. Uh-huh. Now, when you say years of years, but it was not like years and years, you know. Mm, mm. It was like a ripoff. So for me, no. Mm. It was okay. It was not maybe twenty five, top twenty five. Uh, top twenty five. I mean, that's great. <laughs> I mean, he would have no. been in the final anyway. So mm. no. sadly, we won't see him uh, next year or this year in Eurovision. And uh, they've gone with um, some guy from Hamburg. That's all I know. I can't remember his name right now. Too bad. Good job to mm-hmm. him. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Um, but yeah, too bad we didn't see those two acts. Uh, but maybe we'll see something even better this year. Who knows? Exactly. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. Uh, we are going to end on a positive note, Dotter, for Rotterdam. Dotter Dam. Dotter Dam. Dotter Dam. Hopefully. Let's not Ugh. jinx it. Uh, no. <laughs> you never know with this show. Such shit. Um, but yeah, thank you, Chris, for joining us thank all the way from Skanstol. Thank you. <laughs> uh, thank you, Philip. Uh, thank you. And thank you to all the listeners. Uh, hope to see you again next week. And don't forget, on Saturday, follow us on Twitter. We do live reactions to each act directly after they step off the stage and then of course uh, join me on instagram for a live drunken review of uh, the show directly after that's the best thing that's the best thing (laughs) me and my three viewers being like in some bathroom somewhere in stockholm it's fabulous Uh, and already way too much to drink Uh, until then see you and Hear me us next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.